This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keys to the Kingdom It's episode 21 The 21st episode of Flix Watcher Pod I'm still Helen And if you've not heard my voice before, I'm Kobe On this episode, we're going to be talking about The Drunken Master Alongside Martin and Sam from Song by Song Podcast If you don't know, Drunken Master is the, is the Jackie Chan Classic Kung Fu film Which kind of rocketed him to superstardom with his kung fu skills and the song by song podcast if you don't know talks about tom Waits songs song by song as simple it says it under tin these guys are fantastic and they've won an award recently by the british podcast awards for the best review podcast so you have to go and check them out we'll give you all the details to find them in the show notes so i hope you enjoy the show guys and see you on the other side come find us on twitter at flixwatcherpod Visit the website flixwatcher.tv for full listings and don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us an awesome review. As always, films reviewed in this podcast were available to stream on Netflix UK at the time of recording. There may be bad language and there may be spoilers. You have been warned. Do you want a professional sounding podcast as professional as Flixwatcher Pod? If you do, we recommend that you check out GL Productions. They're responsible for uh, editing and production. They're also going to give you a welcome package, 10% discount. If you're interested, email podcast at glpro.co.uk. Send them the message that Flixwatcher Pod sent you and they'll give you 10% off your first package. Hello and welcome to this edition of Flix Watcher. Today we are joined by Martin and Sam from the Song by Song podcast, which is the ultimate in Tom Waits podcasting, I believe. We're pretty close. We're I mean, pretty close a, to the ultimate. There is another Tom Waits podcast, but we don't, we don't, yeah. talk, about we don't talk about that. But hold on, is the other one, did the other one win an award at a British Podcast Awards? I don't know. I don't, no, know. I don't did think we, so. I mean, it's possible, but uh, we didn't see them there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Really, we're the really. most self-centered of all of the uh, Tom Waits Tom podcasts Waits. <laughs> currently available. Of both of the Tom Waits podcasts. Yes. Well, we should say congratulations, guys, to winning the award. It must have been fun getting up on stage. It was really exciting. I mean, Sam wasn't there, so he had no. to... I, I, I carried a little fluffy owl in my pocket on the off chance that we... I didn't think we were going to win. And that was sort of Sam's avatar. Yeah. Uh, and if you, could see me, if you could see me here, then you'd know that a fluffy owl is a accurate representation of my presence. <laughs> it's just sort of in a in an animal, isn't it? Yeah. 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 My spirit guide. Spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think that baffled the uh, the, the, uh, the the judges or the the, uh, the awards that I, p- I suddenly plucked this fluffy animal out of my pocket. But yeah, it was really exciting. It yeah, was, uh, it was a thrill. Lovely stuff. Well, tell us a bit about Song by Song and how it works and 
where we can find you. It's uh, this terrible idea we had. <laughs> we decided that... That's not how you sell it. Okay, Sam. okay. It's this award-winning idea we had. There we go. Award-winning, terrible idea. We are working through <laughs> the entire back catalogue of Tom Waits' songs in chronological order. So yep. starting in 1973 with his first album, Closing Time, we are now seven albums in. Just finished Heart Attack and Vine. Yeah, and our plan is to keep doing it until one of us kills the other or we get to the end. And what is, how many episodes does that mean then? 250, 260. Okay. And we've done about 78. Five, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember, yeah. But, um, remember. but it's well on the way and now we've won you know, killing each other. national acclaim <laughs> for how far we've got. We can't stop. There's no, there's, there's no way of stopping. There's just yeah, no we're way of stopping. In. So, um, so it's it's a great idea. It's a terrible format. It's an award-winning show. Please join us. Please join us. <laughs> song by song podcast. It is a great com. podcast. I've been listening, guys. So yeah, definitely dive in there. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we're on Twitter. Song, song by song, song pod. pod. Yeah, we do this every episode, so we're getting uh, quite quite. Uh... You can find us, but song by song podcast dot com, and yeah, come and join us for all of the shouty, gravelly voiced singing you could possibly hope for. <laughs> what? So we're here talking now about Drunken Master. Drunken Master. The Jet Li classic, quote-unquote. We'll discuss whether it's a classic Can't or not. Can't be the Jet Li classic. That's Sorry, that's the Jet Jet oh, oh, Jet Li. Going back Are you to the one now. Already a faux pas. <laughs> oh, that, that'll stay in. This is natural. This is naturalistic. <laughs> of course, the, it's Jackie Chan. The Jackie Chan master. Jackie, oh, my God. The Jackie Chan classic. <laughs> Martin, you chose it. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> From you. This is a film with Jet Li made in uh, 2013. This, uh, no, this is, a, this is um, from 1978 and stars Jackie Chan. I picked this because I'd never watched it, and it's sort of a... It's, I, I mean, as I understand it, it's the kind of the film, the film that launched him into sort of stardom, and I sort of heard about it. I thought, well, it'd be, it'd be worth watching. Uh, so the, the, the synopsis is, Jackie Chan is, plays a young man who gets into all sorts of trouble, teases <laughs> his martial arts instructor, fights with people in the street, he steals food, he hits on women, and this goes on for a while, and his, his father... He's a martial arts instructor and he's very disappointed in his son, gets very angry and, 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 and insists that he trains with his great uncle, Su Huang, who has this reputation of, of like crippling his students for, with the, the, the training regime. And I don't know how much I should give away. I guess, I mean, it's going to be fairly obvious that he does end up training with this guy. Yeah. And hijinks ensue. <laughs> hijinks. <laughs> so what were your thoughts? Let's go to your general thoughts. Sam, let's talk with you first. Well, I'm a big fan of Jackie Chan. All phases of Jackie Chan, really. I like a lot of his stuff in Hong Kong in the 70s. I do like a lot of his transition into Hollywood stuff, things mm. like Rumble in the Bronx and First Strike. I'm quite a fan of all of his, like, you know, crossover comedy stuff as well. And I saw this film a long time ago, about 10 or 12 years ago, first time, when I was actually meant to be watching a very different sort of classic the Magnificent Ambersons by uh, Orson Welles, and I—I I mean, they're pretty similar films. They're really, they're re <laughs> there's a lot of overlap. I mean, you know, Orson Welles wanted to do a lot more long takes of him kicking people in the <laughs> face, and and the studios wouldn't let him. You know, it's really, it's a sad tale. But um, so I put the video in the video player and rewound it and hit play, ready to settle down and watch some, you know, hardcore, you know delicate filmmaking and uh, instead I got a lot of kick punching and <laughs> I and so 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 I have great great warm memories of this film 
I sat down to watch it, and actually, we had a bit of a um, a gear grind in choosing this film because we we weren't certain whether we were going to watch this or we were going to watch the '95 Legend of the Drunken Master, the sequel, sort of one of the sequels, sequel yeah. remake, sort of a bit of a reboot. How was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I had watched Legend of the Drunken Master before this, and then settled in for you know the 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 real old school classic. Hmm. And I've got to say that I built myself up and I let myself down because. While there are a lot of elements of this that are fun and it's nice to go back and see Jackie Chan sort of in his prime physically and mm. building himself as a, an action hero, I didn't think it really delivered. Oh. It's sort of a bit... It, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite connect in all of the ways that I expect a Jackie Chan film, or rather I, I, I'm used to later Jackie Fam, Chan films really landing. It, it, it's funny, but it's not as funny. The Kung Fu is great, but it's not as great and as fluid as some of his other stuff mm. the comedy mix the, the mix of comedy and action isn't quite as seamless and it's also set in this traditional era of china which i he has done lots of films set in that time but i associate him mostly with you know picking up a, a ladder and hitting people over the head with it and yeah. uh, you know jumping through a bank teller's grate and that kind of thing and so so i and, and that's partly my fault because i do think it, it's got a lot of Excellent features, but I wasn't so blown away. What about yourself, Alan? You, I think, on that side of the table, are <laughs> less we've aligned favorable. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. banded together on the uh, in teams. I mean, I didn't really get on with this one. I <laughs> do like Jackie Chan as a person, and I quite like watching interviews with him. He's a very interesting guy, mm. and that doesn't I mean, allude to his film star uh, capabilities, though, does it? I like him as I, as a guy. I like him. I like seeing videos of him hurting himself. Which yeah. <laughs> At the end, At the end every, of each yeah. film, yeah, every single good. Jackie Chan film, except this one. But, except yeah, this one. Yeah. I like him in um, the the Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights one. Yeah. I quite like mm. that. I think it's quite funny. And a lot is that of the one with Owen Wilson? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a and lot of Chris Tucker ones as well, which are well, that's Russia, Russia. Russia. one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the things that are in this, he kind of uses again. But again, the action's not quite exciting. It's not. I didn't find it that funny. And I don't think it's dated particularly well. So I was kind of watching it going, I see, this is kind of why I like Kill Bill because Quentin Tarantino has watched mm. all of these films and then kind of made his own version, but taking like the best bits or like the more famous bits from the entire history of film of Kung Fu and put it into a nice repackaged well, version for version for yeah, of yeah. Uh, cinema. Well, that's Kill Bill Volume 2 you're talking about there specifically. Well, both of them actually. Well, because yeah, the first cause... one was more about the Japanese style of fighting, whereas yeah, this one... Yeah, true. but the, I think the trainer's was... kind of a little bit like the, the trainer in this, isn't it? Well, that's Pai Mei in, yeah. the, in the second one, which is kind of alludes to the drunken yeah. master kind of teaching in a in a remote place, which also then goes to things like Rocky Four, which also is Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. So you can kind of see the lineage quite clearly in in other mm. subsequent films about how, you know, I'm not sure if Drunken Master was the first, but I think it's one of the, the first ones that's kind of made people think yeah i like this kind of style of film yeah i mean i think I, th I agree with all the things you've said i sort of feel like it comes from a different era of filmmaking and there's different cultural sensibilities like some of the humor is like i don't find it that funny as a like 21st century british person but maybe that was really funny to sort of hong kong audiences and some of the stuff with the martial arts like it's not we were watching it it's not that fluid no it's kind no. of move 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 and there's like kind of a lot of stopping and i find that quite interesting because i really noticed that you notice the yeah. collaboration between the performers. Like, because, you know, you're meant to be watching a martial arts and think they're 
in conflict and obviously they sort of are but at the same time there's a lot of coordination going on and i was really with that stop 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 kind of motion i was looking at how like in sync they were and i thought and i found that quite distracting but also quite interesting i think it tells the story really well like the, the slower thing and the um the 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 more separated out moves i mean there's that famous quote by bruce lee who said that he had to slow his kung fu down because the camera just wasn't fast enough to capture it <laughs> i mean i think that possibly i mean that sounds like his bragging yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. notoriously humble man because we can get we can get cameras that can capture bullets flying so yeah, not not bruce lee not, not bruce lee, lee, yeah faster than the speeding bullet but the uh, and and that was self-promotion but i think that there was definitely like a a an attitude about filming kung fu which was you needed to slow it down enough so that people could see not just who landed the last punch and who staggered away but each move each maneuver and so that it tells a story it tells a story of the relationship between these two there's two fighters and i think that's sort of been picked up a lot in contemporary hollywood um you know you don't have crazy wrestling matches you don't have sort of like long two guys holding each other and swaying back and forth before someone gets thrown through a window each shot each moment of a fight is has its own little you know it, it's packaged into this mm. punch goes here change of angle this punch goes here you see a close-up of the guy grabbing someone's lapels and then you get the throw through the window and we're mm. it's laid out like a like a well like a storyboard basically i think in, in terms of modern fighting it's i think i agree with helen and the fact i think it's dated in a way and I, I really like the like you say it's choreographed so it's more like a dance and it's just more like impressive punches and kicks and then there's mm. kind of punch past the face the guy the other person moves the face away and it kind of stops for a second before it re-engages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I thought I always think is quite good because you, as a you register as a viewer that that punch has missed or that punch has yeah. connected or yeah, yeah. What I didn't like so much actually when I think about it is how kind of jerky the editing was because sometimes mm. there'll be a movement happen and then it'll be reset from a different position and there'll be like almost like the halfway through a different set of moves and I found oh, okay. I found that quite distracting. Again, this is like the third or fourth time I've seen this and I, I think like yourself, Sam, mm. I perhaps hadn't registered how it would play out mod in modern times yeah, yeah. and this is now post post kill bill one and two post matrix post Jetly's the, the raid post <laughs> jetly style of fighting and yeah I think well it's a lot more sort of magical isn't it i mean it i is. think i think about like the big difference being stuff like wire work yes. where like the the fighters are literally floating and punching each other you know and they fly across the room and it's yeah. very balletic and and this is a very different style of of presentation it's, it's still very stylized combat. I mean, both are very stylized. Like, that's not how a fight looks, I assume. No. I've I mean, never if, been in a fight, but I assume it doesn't look like that. If you're looking at the raid for more realistic versions of how fighting would work, this isn't this isn't the raid. And this is, I think it's a 15 when it first came out. Possibly. Mm. I'd be very surprised if, it, if it's if it was to be reissued now or whether it'd be a, even a PG. PG yeah. mm. There's an interesting link, though, going back to what you were saying about The Matrix. And I would say The Matrix, Crouching Tiger, sort mm. of defined at least through like from 99 through till almost present day what we expect from that kind of martial arts stuff those two films were choreographed by yen wo ping who directed this entire film okay and not just oh, the action choreography but this is like so you know talking about the evolution of styles people's expectations and actually in an interview about its sequel legend of the drunken master jackie chan had a great dislike of wire work and the the director of that film wanted to use wire work and he said oh we shouldn't be doing that and there was a big falling out and jackie chan ended up finishing directing the sequel himself all of the stuff in the um mm. the uh, the but, iron foundry has, but, he, but, has he ever used wire work jackie chan well he's he used some pieces yeah but, yeah there's a there's a quality scene with him and jet lee where there's both a fair bit of wire work going on 
Mm. So he has used it, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's but it's interesting to think about. You know, it's not just the evolution of cinema, the evolution of kung fu stuff, but even the in- evolution of this one guy going, "Oh, this should be realistic. This should be slowly told." This mm-hmm. is, you know, almost his entire vision. You know, the mm. film, and then as he evolves and gets older, and the world changes he embraces all sorts of different styles and it does become much more about slow motion about you know things flowing together and lots of maneuvers how what's your experience and love or not of kung fu or martial arts film helen any listeners to sort of previous episodes know that it's not it's not my favorite of genres yeah you like the but one though right i mean yeah. <laughs> she does not like the one spoilers for different episodes, yeah, spoilers for different episodes. <laughs> i mean all those films you mentioned like the matrix crouching tiger i love those i think they're great really enjoyable other than sort of dipping in a little bit, it's not something I watch and go, oh my God, this is amazing. I think I'd like to hear from females who are massive fans of this genre because it does seem to elicit more of a, a love and a very much kind of a fanboy response yeah. in a way. And I know people who would have watched this when they were 15 men um, <laughs> and sat there. Boys, I love boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Men. And you know this will be a favourite film, and they'll be listening now, going, "Oh, it's on Netflix. I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah. I really want to watch it again." And they'll watch it and go, eh, "It's not quite as good as I remember, but I still really like it and kind of enjoying that nostalgia of it." So I can kind of see where, you know, what you've said and everything. But for <laughs> someone who's probably been brought up more on the the modern martial arts style of filming and used to something that's a little bit slicker and just a bit more stylized. I mean, I, I haven't. Th- I, this is the first time I've seen it, and um, I, I don't think it's a great film. <laughs> I mean, but I find it really, I find it really interesting to, yeah. to 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 watch. And I think I'm probably the same as you. I think I'd probably watch something which is a bit more sort of artful. But I really love Jackie Chan. I mean, and it doesn't come out quite yeah. as much in this. I love his humor, and yeah. he's such a wonderful physical slapstick performer. Yeah. And in as much as the martial arts movies, there's so much physical comedy in his movies, and I just it's irresistible for for me. And it, but it doesn't come across as much in this one because it's a bit a little bit more serious in in some ways. Can I um can I talk briefly about the the version that we watched on Netflix? Oh yes. yes. I don't know what versions. your experience is. So so. Netflix, you know, obviously gives you the option of choosing language, language, yeah. and subtitles. And I was like, you know, me and Martin sat down, we had a cup of tea, it was all sorted, and we went, obviously, Cantonese language, English subtitles. Yeah. I prefer not closed caption. Your mileage may vary. But <laughs> I didn't know you had the option. The, well, the, I mean, people have to tweet in and let us know whether you know I just encountered a blip in the thing. But um, the options that Netflix gives. But there were big chunks of this that started off in English yes and then we'll go back to Cantonese and all the way through the film it would flip back and forth and back and forth that was irritating super irritating yeah. right I mean I got, after a while I just didn't notice it because I was reading the subtitles and then someone would go hang on that's in English <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you were paying attention it's like what, what language is this is there any <laughs> I'm not listening to it but sometimes when you do just see the subtitles you kind of just switch your ears off yeah, a bit true. don't you but yeah I found that at the start is was speaking English with a guy called Thunderleg and I thought, okay, so I love I love Thunderleg. Thunderleg <laughs> fighting. Uh, yeah. who, who was he fighting? He was fighting the master of the four door, Charlie Way, master of the four door fist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, no hatchbacks for Charlie Way. <laughs> just four doors. Well, he's, love... got, he's got a lot of sporting equipment. Exactly, exactly, and a sunroof. <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember hap- that happening in other versions that I've seen. I've, I'm sure it's just pretty much been subtitles with the original Cantonese, or, or in the way that uh, Jonesy from Police Academy used to lock. <laughs> 
over-exaggerated uh, voiceovers. <laughs> I, um, I, I wondered if it was something to do with like deleted scenes. I did a little bit of reading around. And okay. It sounded like there'd been various redubs, various deleted scenes which had been picked up off the floor of the editing room. There was one fight between Jackie Chan and Suhan where it seemed like there was almost like a complete segment of their fight in the forest where you know they came to a resolution and then they started again this time in English and then they came to another resolution and then it flipped back to Cantonese and I sort of thought oh that's that's just like 35 seconds of fight that someone's gone yeah we can stick that back in but nobody ever bothered to <laughs> get Chinese actors to come in and do the, the words no I did find that yeah I noticed that I, and I just thought it's my I was hoping it's just my take on my, my experience of it but it's, it was a bit distracting yeah and a bit <laughs> I, don't, I guess it's going to score. It's going to uh, go against the scoring system later on, isn't it? It was going so well for it as it was. well. It was clearly going to be getting fives across the board until you picked until you picked it up again. I was going to say fives all the way through. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jack, I mean, Jackie. We're just looking at some pictures here. You know, with his little smiley drunk face. I mean, there is something. <laughs> he to looks. Be he's really handsome in this movie. He really is. Yeah, and he's got. You know, he's got a lovely, uh, lovely ripped body. So that's, that's something for the ladies. <laughs> you said that you you weren't so so much of a fan of kung fu stuff, Helen. I've always put it together slightly with musicals in my head. I went through, a, and I'd a, say horror as well. Oh, really? No, I mean, not. I mean, sorry. I, I thought we were going to go down a different tangent, but you follow your tangent. Okay, come back to me. I'll come back to your tangent. Yeah, I'll, I'll loop back. No, j just I went through a um a little spate of watching some big musical sequences. We talked about the Red Shoes on our podcast songbysongpodcast.com and so I went back and I watched the Powell and Pressburger film The Red Shoes which has an amazing 15 minute ballet sequence in it and one of my favourite sequences in cinema is the gotta dance scene from uh, Singing in the Rain, Singing in the Rain mm. which is the best thing that's ever been filmed that's still my, agree, one right? of my massive cinematic black holes Oh, You've not seen oh, it. I've not seen it. No. Oh. Why didn't we pick that? We should have yeah. picked that. Yeah. Oh, then mind. it would have been a it's very different like, experience. It's very <laughs> like Jackie Chan, except there's more uh, jazz hands than uh, <laughs> flurry of fists. Jazz hands could be a could be a master's move, couldn't it? Four door jazz hands. Yeah. Jazz hands. <laughs> but but I I put those things together. Like it's it's less about the aggression. It's less about the conflict and the the actual punch kicking, and more about all of the elegant flow of i mean i guess that kind of thing that is much more prevalent in something like crouching tiger or hero or house of flying daggers mm. any of those i forget the director's name who did all of those i can't remember but i just can imagine i can picture them now and they're all just awesome so gorgeous yeah do you i mean do you is, is there any sense of like the beautiful aesthetic ballet of bodies that uh without the conflict that appeals i don't i just thought a lot of the fights were just a little bit long <laughs> oh really? Well, that's because they put gonna... in those little scenes they cut out. Probably, what, which of the, what's the fight scenes for you guys were the best in your opinions, if you can remember them? Well, I like the ones where he got beat up by a woman. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah she that was, was really super funny. gracious. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, le her leg control is outstanding. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, I quite liked the final, the final fight, the with thunder leg uh, with Thunderleg, just because yeah. he starts shouting out all of the names of the, uh, oh, the right. various different drunken uh, gods. And, <laughs> Did that silly dance as a lady. I liked it when he was, yeah, he was the painted lady or whatever she was called. <laughs> that was quite fun. <laughs> How about you, Gabby? I think, no, I was going to say the one where he, he fought the lady who turns out to be his auntie or I can't remember what the relationship was. Yeah. Yeah. But she used, to, I mean, I used to do taekwondo and capoeira, so I'm a bit of a martial artist. So, but her leg control and 
it's just fucking unbelievable. <laughs> it's like how you're not meant hold... to look at the lady's legs that much. You know? oh, that's, that's the thing. I think, and that's why I'm gonna, that's why I'm kind of taken away from this is like viewing it as a masterclass in the technique of what you can do if you're really good at an art. So yeah. how do you, how do you feel about it? as a kind of someone who knows? I don't I know nothing about martial arts really. As someone who does, how did you feel about the performers in it? Like were there any ones that stood out? I mean, like is, do you, do you, do you, how did you feel about Jackie Chan in this? For example? Oh, Jackie Chan's eternally flawless in terms of his style. I don't think. I don't think the fights and the choreography is put together in a way that was necessarily appealing, but there's mm. instances and things that you just kind of think, well, that's fucking awesome what you've done mm. there. Like I said, the, his auntie, Thunderleg is his background's taekwondo, so that's why he's saying like, yeah, I've 70% kicks, 30% punches. <laughs> no, that, was, that was a really nice bit of statistics. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've just, I've counted, I've tallied up all my attacking moves. I've got a spreadsheet I can give yeah. you. <laughs> 30% of kicks. No, someone's, of kicks. Someone's job just to follow him around and make a tally. Yeah. <laughs> Going too hard on the punches, guys. Dial it down. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can tell that those guys can fight. Even the, the chubby guy, he can tell he's still oh, he's yeah, a yeah, very yeah. good martial artist. My line of thought, I was going yes, to go Yes, the down. horror stuff. Yeah, the horror stuff. Because I, I typically say I don't like horror films. Yeah. But I do like good horror films. And I think when people say, I, look, I love kung fu films... I think when people say I love horror films, they kind of just think they'll just think I'll watch any horror film and mm -hmm. I'll enjoy it for what it is. I think when people say I love kung fu films, they'll watch any kung fu film and take it for what it is. Whereas I think what I'm getting around here is that people will like a good film if it's kung fu, but if it's done in a way that's kind of makes sense. And I think that's my my take on horror as well. Yeah, like for watching things like It Follows, I just think I just thought it was absolutely amazing. But, but someone's... there are so many terrible, terrible, terrible terrible horror horror. exactly yeah but you will find people so say many. i'm a horror fan I'll, but they'll just watch everything and that's the same with people who say they're kung fu fans they will just watch everything and some so, even some bruce lee films are horrifically bad yeah so the flip side of this kind of you know the graceful side of kung fu that you know i think we all probably like was that i remember watching crouching tiger hidden dragon when it came out and i was oh, like yeah. and and just thinking I, 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 I i'm not gonna say what you're expecting i really didn't like it because oh I was like, no there was <laughs> There were tons into that. I'd, I'd, I'd gone through a phase of watching a ton of films that did very, very similar things. And I was like, well, this director's brought it to a mainstream Hollywood audience. Mm. It's going to be incredibly successful. And he becomes the, the person that makes these sorts of films. And there's all of these directors who were doing this stuff before yeah, absolutely. I, that I think are just as good, actually. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But <laughs> but just, I was going to say, it was Ang, Ang Lee, Crouching Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah. you, you were talking about House of Flying Daggers and and Hero, weren't you? Yes. Trying to work out. I can't remember the name of the director. I want to say Wong Kar Wai, but that's not right. But, that's a very different kind of yeah, filmmaker. Yeah, very different. But I think that there's, I mean, you know, Ang Lee, Ang Lee came to pro prominence in the West, making Sense and Sensibility and then Hulk. Let's and, forget that. Well, listen, no, but, I, but I think that it's, it's interesting because I, I would say the same thing is true about almost any genre, mm. whether you're saying horror or kung fu or musical or superhero yeah, or any true. genre. You can say, oh, I'm not really a fan of that. But what you're really saying is I'm not really a fan of badly made films. And I think this <laughs> genre is mostly populated by badly well, made films. Well, I disagree, films. actually, because I'm not a fan of horror because I don't do well with horror. No, me neither. So it's it's even if it's a good, especially if it's a good one, yeah. it's going to be terrifying. Yeah, but, but it stays with you. I mean, you, you've got... And that's why wow, I don't want to watch maybe. it. But there must be some good horror that you that you like, and maybe if if someone had, had was, I mean, so I like I like, for example, I like Sam Raimi. But that in the same way that I like Jackie Chan yeah. kung fu films, Sam Raimi is the same thing as to horror. To horror, isn't he? He's got a lot of humor and slapstick and these wonderful silly performances from Bruce Campbell and people. In, in, in the and also, he starts world. off with a very low budget background into yeah. something yeah. spectacular. Yeah, yeah. You'd argue though that a lot of those people. I mean, we've been talking about Tarantino, Ang Lee, Sam Raimi to a certain extent. These are all people who have taken 
the tropes of their genre. They've taken the things that they love and they've kind of semi-reinvented them or just repackaged them and given them a different context. And I think that, I think in a way, like choosing a film like this and watching it and going back to that, there's a lot of good kung fu on Netflix. I watched Ip Man over Christmas, which is a stellar film mm. and has some amazing kung fu and actually some amazing storytelling that is communicated through the use of kung fu. Donnie Yen, Donnie Yen is a great performer in all sorts of ways. But it's worth worth going back to Night of the Living Dead. It's worth going back to Lady Snowblood for, for yeah, Japanese. Things. Exactly. Yeah. It's worth going back to all of the original things and I'm not seeing sure. what the what what enthused and what excited the people who you are enthused and excited you, by. And that's sort of why I was interested in this film. Like, and even though I didn't love it, I was really interested to watch it and mm. to know a little bit more about the cinema that created the, the sort of movies that we, we enjoy today. And, and uh, I mean, you're, you're a film student at university, weren't you? So. I was. I spent three years talking about this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> what a great three years, great I'm sure. back. Yeah, very good. <laughs> um, and when a lot of people watch Citizen Kane now without knowing the background and the history behind it yeah. and why it's a good thing, it kind of falls on deaf ears, I can imagine. Mm, the yeah. first time I watched Citizen Kane, it was part of my <laughs> general studies at A-level, and our teacher said, this is why it's good. They use all these different camera angles, they do all these things for the first time. And I was like, oh, shit, that was the first time they did that. Yeah. That, that's great. First time is a big deal, isn't and, it? But I think to modern audiences, sit a kid down to watch Citizen Kane, they'll probably think, dude, why, why am I watching this? This is bullshit. So I think there's, there's something to be said about how the old films do things which set the foundation for new ones, do you think? Yeah. Guys, Helen? Yeah, I mean, there's there's merit in it, but then... Citizen Kane's all right. I mean, it's so harsh. Two, it lasts two, two hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's quite, two hours. It is. I mean, it's not bad, but that's long. two hours of my life I'm never going to get back. It is a bit it's too long, long for what it is. I, I, I think I want to push back slightly against this uh, <laughs> this anti-anything longer than one hour 35 you have going on. I think that, you know, there's, there's good stuff be, that happens. Some films in, can be long films, but... I think 100. its premise is stretched quite a lot, and it takes a while to kind of get going. I don't think I don't think the story is that important in this film. No. I think it's really just a series of set pieces, isn't it? And yeah. they and they kind of figured out some rough plots so they can string them together. But you know, if you're not enjoying the individual scenes, you're probably not going to be of, that enthused by the story. All of these films we're talking about were much slower forty years ago, fifty years ago, sixty years ago. Things have gotten faster now, so all of the a lot of the films that are reinterpreting this stuff. Well, I mean, there's obviously a move to make Kill Bill into two films or Lord of the Rings into three films, but a lot of stuff is sped up and condensed. And and again, you know, historically, it's interesting to look at Citizen Kane and go, yeah, it's kind of slow and boring, although it is awesome. Mm. And this is not exactly crazy fast paced. Watching it as not a film student, I did enjoy the the story and I found it an enjoyable film. Whereas this. What, Citizen Kane? Citizen Kane, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this one the kind of the style of filmmaking and things like that do kind of hold it back a little bit for for us, don't they? It's not his sled at the end. That, uh, so <laughs> There's no sled. Kick punching you his way back to... You Citizen Kane! Bloody hell! Just watch me. Mic drop. <laughs> it's just done it. Well, I think, guys, let's, should we have the popcorn break before going to the scoring? Lovely. Oh, yeah. So this Amazing. popcorn... Ooh. Oh, this looks good. You. Oh, thank you. Oh, is this, is this caramel? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's salted caramel from Popcorn Shed, popcornshed.com. Salted caramel popcorn with Belgian milk chocolates. Mm. So what are your thoughts there, guys? That's really good. It's really intense. That's really <laughs> good. Yeah, I can feel my blood sugar stabilizing. This is <laughs> yeah. Just as a preference, are you salted or sweet or a mix, or does it just depend? I'm sweet, but I uh, I have salted popcorn. <laughs> 
<laughs> no? No? No, no, no that's going to hit the cutting room <laughs> floor, I think. <laughs> oh, well, I tend to go for a mix, actually, but I'm not. I'm pretty agnostic. I'll, I'll go with whatever my, my uh, cinema-going pals are after. Just want some crunchiness whilst you're eating some, yeah. devouring some films. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you um, when you uh, when you eat popcorn at the cinema, when do you start eating your popcorn? Now, so what I have to do is you're a man. I knew you had that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't start eating it until the film starts. Damn straight, man. But I open it, I open the bag, I'm ready. So I'm not doing this fucking around to add to other people's misery surrounding surrounding me. You get a bag of popcorn. Yeah, I don't get the boxes. I don't. Oh. The bo- I like the I like the toppy, proper hardcore sweet toppy mm, popcorn yeah, or well. popcorn shed type <clears> popcorn. Yeah, I don't just do the cinema one, one that they quote unquote have popped in in house. <laughs> a big garbage bag. So, what, so you are you're waiting until the film starts. I'm waiting until the film starts. I occasionally give myself a single a single grain to gnaw <laughs> on per trailer. Per trailer, <laughs> nothing nothing in the adverts. One grain per trailer. Right. As uh, you know, the uh, the you know Fox logo comes up. <laughs> then I go face first. <laughs> And don't look up until you, I finish. You missed the first five minutes. Like, yeah. hey, what happens? Nothing good happens in the first five minutes. Helen, what's what's your you get to start as I soon as you say sit down? I'm lucky if there's anything left by the time the film started. Really, <laughs> Martin. Does anyone else share my preference for emptying an entire bag of minstrels into a With tub of popcorn? popcorn. Yeah. That happens oh, in a film really we watched good. recently. Oh, that but happened I, in. I need my royalties. Whole different types of crisps popcorn other sweets and it's just like a in, mega mix of joy in oh you put all kinds of different stuff in, that's yeah. right yeah. Whiplash, in whiplash yeah. he goes to cinema with his dad doesn't he and he, and, he, and they pour the sweets into the popcorn and mix oh, it around that's really good that's the first time i've heard that so i'm mm. very i'm gonna try that you can put anything in the bowl and it's just it just feeds mm. like a lucky dip all the way through <laughs> wow. some carrots no <laughs> all right well <laughs> And you know, you could try the carrots and let me know how you get on with it. Do you them, like? But... Do you, are you a fan of savoury popcorn? Sorry, we're talking about popcorn yeah, too I, much. But... Salted is a real addiction of mine. <laughs> I've got all over it. But... What about wasabi? I've that's not... what you guys do, isn't I it? I love wasabi yeah. popcorn. Yeah, that that sounds amazing. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah it's really really good. Does it burn in the nose when you have too no, much? No, well, it's can, a little bit. I quite like that burn with wasabi. Yeah. It's a little bit even more even. I'm going to get some sushi after this now. I've... Yeah. Oh, it yeah. sounds like I've got to empty the packet of wasabi. My wife loves it. My wife loves it so much. She bought. I uh, just walked out one day to buy a popcorn maker. Really? Yeah. She just was like, oh, "I really fancy some popcorn," and came back from August with a popcorn maker. Do it. <laughs> Live that dream. I mean, most people get the packs to put in the microwave, but yeah, I got the machine. I do it on a, what? in a pan. I get. I get old school. Un- That's eighties. Eighties popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she wanted a pop- <laughs> popcorn on her bedside table, which is uh, why why she, she went for the popcorn maker. She's a she's an amazing woman. <laughs> and let's head to the scores, guys. That's popcorn oh. time. The first on the on the first on the Flix Watcher patented, soon to be patented, patent pending <laughs> <laughs> scoring what system. Is it? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. Is a recommendability score, Martin, out of five? Out of five. I think I'll give this a three. 
So I don't. I, I think a lot of people are not gonna are not gonna get on with it. But for those kung fu fans or people who are just kung curious, kung, kung curious, curious. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll, they'll, they'll be into it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I think this would be a really important film to understand the history of kung fu, but I can't, in all honesty, recommend it for any other reason. So I go, I go to a two for this. Mm-hmm. Helen? I'm going to give it a two also. If you're a fan of Jackie Chan and you haven't yet watched this, then you should definitely go there. But I think, like you've already said, there's probably a lot better Kung Fu films to watch ahead of this. But yeah, any Jackie Chan films who, uh, Jackie Chan fans who haven't watched this, then they should definitely give it a go. Yeah. It's good to see the origins. (laughs) This is a Jackie Chan origin story, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'd say a three. I'm bit more in favor of it than you guys i think repeat viewing score martin i've given it a one because i'm <laughs> probably never gonna watch it again <laughs> i again couldn't say i would like to watch it but i can almost guarantee that at some stage it'll be on and i'll go oh this isn't the magnificent ambersons yeah i'll watch this <laughs> so that's a two for damn me. them ambersons <laughs> that's a two yeah helen i'm gonna give it a one Purely because if it was remade and a little bit slicker, then I'd be tempted to watch that. Are you so, interested in the 1994 so film Legend of Drunken Master? <laughs> how, how long is it? <laughs> is it two, uh, two hours? I, question, actually. I think it's a 14 hours, 38 minutes. <laughs> it's a bit shorter, isn't it? I can't remember. It's a so, lot more fun. Yeah, it has some I, really I, spectacular I think stuff I'd in probably it. Um, give, it, give it a one on the chance of that, and I might be tempted to see what, what happened a little bit later on. Just so, I mean, on that slight point, even though it's not right, really directed to it, Jackie Chan's character is actually a bit of an idiot, isn't he? He's a bit of a knobhead. Yeah. Oh, he's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, I, yeah. Think they, I think they really big that up. You know, he even kind of like when he's in the in the dine at the, the the restaurant scene, yeah. kind of picking his nose and just making a real slob of himself. Yeah, you meant to think he's just a bit of a sort of wayward son, aren't you? It lets them do that kind of comedy fast stuff. Yeah, he's the person who does the thing that would be totally outrageous for any other person to do, and. <laughs> Hilarity ensued. I mean, the, also the stuff that he has to do in training, especially, is like is really nasty stuff. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Like, like lifting up, you know, kind of doing stomach crunches upside down with, and carrying teacups of water into well, a I just bucket. Thought yeah. doing those press ups on from your wrist onto your front onto. Your oh front. god, yeah, that <laughs> just, looks that so really disturbed you, didn't it? There's just so much stuff, and it was like, oh, that looks really, really painful. But then you're, <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be like, well, but he's a bit of a dick, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it counterbalances it. I think I'll give it a two. I. I will watch it probably for some scenes, but I can't see myself watching the whole thing again. Mm. And I think I'll just go skip through, skip to the fights because the the plot is incidental. Yeah. Small screen score. I think it works well on the small screen. Given I'd say four. I don't think it really loses much. It's, no? still, it's pretty. I mean, I didn't. I watched it on a on a TV rather than a phone, but I can see what was happening. Well, oh, small screen is a TV, isn't it? Yeah. We're talking yeah, yeah. cinema. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the small screen was uh, was literally on your phone on the way to. Commuting on your way to work. No, I, I mean you, I'm not you, saying that's it. That's what I assumed you, you meant. Like, yeah, it's just more like how well does it fit for you know watching at home as okay. opposed to cinematic glory. Yeah, Sam. Then I definitely upgrade it to a four. It was a three on a uh, on an iPhone when I rewatched certain scenes today. It's a four <laughs> on a uh, even respectably <laughs> sized tele- television. You're really thorough. Yeah, what, what do you mean? What scenes did you rewatch? Did you watch it on ever decreasing screen yeah. size? <laughs> we finally watched experience. We finally watched a Nano and then a, an Apple Watch. Yeah, we <laughs> were just watching one pixel of the uh, 
I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to try. I didn't get to talk about any of the incredible uh, quotes that. Sure, let's get some. Okay, yeah, I mean, they, they, they were just really good. You know, like look out, or you'll have a body with no ass. With one translation. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. also, I think in that scene that we talked about where he encounters his aunt and they insult each other, and the translation for what she says to him is, shithead, piss off. Which <laughs> I saw to be more sort of like, you know, EastEnders, get out of my gas! Yeah. You're a slag! You know, so, um, so I was impressed that that was... So she's the equivalent huge. of Sharon from EastEnders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Andy, Leave, Andy Watts. Don't start, Jackie. He's, he's making a mug of you. <laughs> Anyway, small screen. <laughs> the smallest of screens for. <laughs> a 3.5. I mean, it, there's no need to see it at the cinema. And I, I guess you, you could watch it in bits. I suppose you could quite enjoyably watch it on your phone. If you felt that way inclined. I'm going to say three... Because that's what that's what my gut's telling me. I've got yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> Engagement score, Martin. How difficult was it to turn off? I mean, pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to say three. It's pretty, you can pretty much dip in and out of it. So that's an advantage. If what you want to do is watch a bit of like fighting and then go and make the tea and then come back and watch a bit more fighting, it's ideal for that, really. Yeah. So three. Yeah. Three. Sam. Just a two. Just a two. Just it's not um, well, you know, what Helen said, you could watch a bit of it and then stop. And I can totally believe not coming back to it. It's not. <laughs> There's other fighting. There's other kick punching to be had. You could. This is. You've said, you've said kick punches a few times. Have you seen Community? I have. Is that come from Community? Yeah, there's a, that's the movie they're obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, kick it puncher. is. Kick I, think, puncher. I think it's because I referred to Kickboxer. Which is the f f oh, film your God. partner loves, and I find really disturbing. So this is kick puncher. Yeah, if you if you if you ever come round to visit us at some stage, well, my girlfriend just waiting will... for the invitation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, check my, I check my post every day. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you an e card. The, uh, at some stage, my girlfriend will say, "Hey, why don't we put on?" And then she'll either say Hercules in New York, or she'll say, <laughs> "I haven't seen that one yet." I'm yeah, looking forward to that. that emptied a party that we were hosting super quick once. <laughs> Or she'll say kickboxer, and one day she said that to Martin, and Martin sat down, okay, okay, and, okay. He's, and he's never really looked her in the eye since. She loves that film. She loves especially the bit where he dips his hand in broken glass and then punches a guy. And it's really horrible. It's really it's a horrible. horrible. It's a horrible Hel movie. Helen and, I, Helen and I are part of a quiz team, film quiz team. That's how we met. And in the last edition of the, of the quiz team, there was a montage section, and you had to identify the film from the montage. And kickboxer was one of them. It's interesting why you want to show that to people at a party. No, no, no. Hercules in New York. Was okay, the party. That's, that's the party oh, we're not, movie. We're not idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten the kick puncher was a reference. I was thinking of the no, I like it. Warren I like Ellis it. comic series Next Wave, where they do a lot of kick exploding. But uh, but clearly, I'm borrowing from too many too many references simultaneously. Kick puncher is a good one for me. I loved Community in the first few seasons. Anyway, mm. Helen, engagement score. I've got to get a one. I, I fell asleep. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I'd been down the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it too, and I think yeah. it's a good point you made, Sam, with the the language changing. That that, that just became a bit yeah. fucking <laughs> toss <laughs> as, as, you, as you as you progress during the film. It's going to be the back of the DVD um, case one day. Isn't it? <laughs> a bit yeah, fucking it toss. <laughs> so what does that what does that mean? How's it done overall? So the overall score is two point four. Which two and a half stars? Yeah, it's is, not does, the worst. Does yeah. that mean Netflix are going to put Jackie Chan into some sort of furnace? 
No, because <laughs> I like to put other bigger stars that they promote heavily into a fitness. I think before I they think put Adam Jackie Sandler Chan. is well at the front of oh, you. Oh, that please, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least you know where he is now. Though. Oh, wow. He's, like, at... he's locked down in one corner of the world. Oh, these are the Twitter comments. So these are Twitter comments. So we reached out to the Twitter. Oh, I love the still. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the, it's the gift from him learning to be a drunken master the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. Good. And looking drunken, drunken around. So we gave it 2.4 stars. So Kung Fu Driving Podcast said, a, king, a Kung Fu classic that has kids in the 70s and 80s pretending they were completely wasted. I covered it too. I don't okay. think I pretend to be drunk, but I remember fighting. I think, in fact, I remember doing fights more after seeing Karate Kid and like Rocky yeah. than I do did after watching this. So this was a few years earlier, though, right? This it was seventy-eight. Yeah. So I was—I mean, that was the year I was fairly young. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably wouldn't have been able Stay to cool watch it. Cool. <laughs> I really, I really braced on that one out, didn't I? <laughs> Shannon Mack says, "Love this movie." Five stars, one of Jackie's best. I really? can't endorse that. No, I'm not sure. There's I agree. a lot of great Jackie Chan films. <laughs> and Andreas Galambos, I think I, I hope I've said that correctly, says five stars is the Pope Catholic. Oh, I thought that he was. I thought he was doing a swear. Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's a five star? What's a five letter swear word? I can't tell you. Oh. It's <laughs> too sweary. Is that the secret. <laughs> the secret oh, no. word. The five letter words are worse than four letter words. <laughs> 25% as bad. Five stars. Is the Pope Catholic? Is Drunken Master a must classic? Is Jackie Stan the progging boss? Gulp, ick, boom, enough said. So I don't know what... A lot of what, questions what, in yes. that review. Yeah. And also weird, what does frogging mean? Frogging. It's like effing and jeffing, isn't it? You know, it's a Maybe it's a that's of... what his predictive text comes up with something mm. else. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gulp, ick, there is boom. a bit of love there. Yes, there's a fair bit of love. Yeah. yeah. I think it's people... I mean, by judging by the fact it's Kung Fu driving podcast... He he podcasts about kung fu films, so yeah. we, of course he likes it a lot. But well, I, think, I think we've we've talked about the fact that it is clearly a staple, like yeah. it's a, a linchpin of his career. His career. No, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, I thought he meant a linchpin of kung fu driving podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an aficionado of that particular driving. <laughs> I think that's a great place to finish, isn't it? Sadly, yeah. Yeah, sadly, yeah. yes. Aww. For this episode, guys, please sound us off as to where we can find you and. On the Twitters and on the internet. Well, well you, you can talk to us on Twitter at uh, Song by Song Pod. You can email us, Song by Song Podcast at gmail.com. Well, all of that information is on our website, Song by Song Podcast.com. And we will be linking to you guys in the show notes, of course. Thank so you. Just scroll down a bit and click the, click the links. Scroll and click. Scroll and yeah. click. Yeah. Do that thing. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been lovely. Cheers. I'm sorry yeah. for making you watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem, really. We've seen worse. <laughs> Bye. 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 Cheers, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show there with Sam and Martin from the Song by Song podcast. Please do go and check them out online. All the details and links to the show notes to find them on Twitter, etc., etc. So, and also please do find us on Twitter, Flixwatcher Pod, and find us on online at flixwatcher.tv on our website. And of course, subscribe, share with your friends because sharing is awesome. Also, huge thanks to all the guys at GL Production. We have Toby, Tony, Jay. There's lots of people now. They're grown so so big. Hopefully because we're helping them out a little bit. And also to Mighty People for the tunes that you can hear right here, right now. See you next time, guys, for the, the next installment of Let's Watch a Podcast. Bye. <laughs>